Thanks for uh, tuning in to Road Stories. I'm your host, Marie Valeriano. Once again, thanks for finding us on the internet. Um, what's going on? We're coming to you tonight on a chilly. I'd say it's chilly out tonight. It is chilly. It was supposed to be There's really actually hot. fog. Oh, is the fog rolling There's in? There's a little oh, fog, fog rolling, rolling in, yeah. In. It's like yeah. San Francisco out there. Yeah. <laughs> there is a nip in the air, but the Japanese guy landed his plane. Oh, see what I did there? No. <laughs> 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 I just lost all my Japanese listeners. All right. Both this could be the first uh, episode that uh, we ever toasted to in the beginning. So oh, thank you, true. Becky. Oh. That was very sweet of you. Oh, nice. That was very nice. Have a Chris was ready to do it again. Oh, uh, no. Like, I was like, what's, why not? I'm very classy, so... Oh, that's a nice way of saying I drink a lot. So let's toast, and then it makes it... Um, no announcements today, so let's get right into this. Uh, um, making her second appearance on the show. Um, you might remember from her live from the improv episode. Uh, I'm sorry. What? No, you talk. I was trying to remember who it was with, but you were going to say my name. Go ahead and introduce me because so I'll sound important. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's Becky Pedigo and her new book, uh, Killing Me Softly with Jazz Hands, which I read, which is awesome. I Thank love it. You. It's Thank you. It's at Amazon. And Amazon, yes. And Kindle. Kindle, yeah, Amazon, and Kindle both. And your website? Yes. Well, no, if you go to my website, you can. <laughs> yes, it does exist. <laughs> oh, am I supposed to tell my... Yeah, so, Becky, what is your website? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? Thank you for asking. I'm not good at this kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, com. Did I not say your name? Did I forget you to? did. Okay, all right. But I kept... I had one sip of wine. It's going right to my head. com. And if you go there... Uh, this one says it doesn't work, Danny, but it works for everybody else. <laughs> click on Amazon, it'll take you right. Oh, nice. There. People yeah. should go check your website out, click on the tabs, and see if it works, and then let you know. By, <laughs> by buying the book. By buying the book, exactly. exactly. Oh, well, I think that's a great there. idea. Awesome. Well, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, across from her, earphones left. I met at the Ice House uh, many months ago. Uh, a very funny dude who's got a CD out also. Um, Chris Strait joins us from the South Bay, as everybody else is from yes, the South we Bay all tonight. Made, made the trip up. For those of you not in Los Angeles, we braved the 405 <laughs> for this. Uh, yeah, no, the CD's at, uh, at my website, actually right there on the front page, so that you can see that my DVD is out of stock. Oh, okay. Which, translation, I just didn't feel like making anymore right. and, uh, and it's old but my cd is is new less than a year since it's released in december oh, it's commercially available you can get it on itunes amazon and you go to chris straight that's straight like the body of water not mm-hmm. the direction s-t-r-a-i-t chris straight.com you can uh, purchase cd see when i'm uh well, I didn't I'm even know there was a difference between the body of water and the direction. Well, I, but I, acted, I was like, yes. Oh, of course. Good. Of course yeah. If I'm in the middle of, con- of the country, I say straight like the country singer. Oh, yeah. If I'm west or east coast, I say body of water. Nice. Not that it, that means they're better at geography, just less likely to know who the country star is. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. I knew the country star. I didn't know the body of water. Oh, okay. Well, then I... How's Dire Straits? That's true. Well, it's an 80s reference. Because right. <laughs> right. that would be straight like straight, right? Yeah. yeah. Straight well, like how new are bodies of water? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I believe those are maybe a thousand <laughs> yeah, years nation, old, right? Yeah. The nation's so, uh, been mapped out hundreds yeah, of years geez. ago. That's true. Yeah. yeah, talk about references. Huh? <laughs> and sitting across from me, uh, very funny guy. I don't know if you remember when we met or not. I do remember meeting you last year at the Ventura Comedy Festival 
But we met before yes. that, and I don't know when that was. I'll tell you what. Well, first of all, uh, Danny Villapondo joins us. Thank you very much. Thank Danny, you for, for having me. Out. And by the way, if you go to my website, dannyv.com, I sell absolutely nothing. <laughs> you can't find a out. CD on there or nothing. He sells you can, out. That's but, all. Yeah, <laughs> I sell out, yes. I do that very well. But you can you. watch a couple awesome clips. I watched them absolutely, earlier today. Absolutely, yes. I watched them earlier today. Uh, this is how I met Danny. We were at, um, I, I'm thinking it's the South Bay. Is Hennessy's? In yes. the South yeah. Bay? Yeah. Three of them. Yeah. <laughs> there are three of them. Whichever yeah. one uh, Laura Hayden books. Oh, well, it's yeah. gone now, but that was Manhattan Beach. Okay. Yeah. No, no, Seal Beach, she has one. Seal Beach is one. Okay, that's Orange County. Oh, oh that's Orange yeah, County. Yeah, Seal Beach, or- Orange County, yeah. Okay, we met there, and um, the only reason... First gig ever. Really? So oh. I used to love that place. So bad. Was on paper. On horrible. paper, it's terrible, but I've well, yeah, yeah, no, actually had she, good times. Yeah. Was it's, Laura there when you were there? Because she really wrangles them and whips them into shape. If, it's, if there's a guest host... Then it's not. It may not. But be I've seen it yeah. hit and miss. Yeah. Well, I've, I've right. had really good sets there, and then I've had kind of eh, sets there where it's like, okay, they start talking, and I haven't been. They don't in a listen. Years, so. but I don't know. Maybe it's gotten. Maybe different. no. Maybe it was Dana Point. Is there a Hennessy? Dana, there has Dana, been. Scotty well, Scotty Ward three. ran that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Well, the one at Dana Point was horrible. So I'm sorry, Laura. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. No, on yeah. paper it's bad because it's a bar. The the microphone and stage is in the front, and if you're in the back, you can't it's a hear long bar, it. Yeah. But if you're at front, you can hear it fine. So. Um, so we met there and the only reason I remember that is because as we were just hanging out in the back, you walked up to me, you're like, Murray, right? I'm like, yeah. He goes, how's it feel that we're the two oldest people in here? Yeah. <laughs> Great. What was your name again? Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll be sure to have you on the show soon. <laughs> no, I had that. And here I am. When, when, when my back was actually getting its first bout of sciatica, me and Matt Champagne had the exact same thing at the same time. Oh, yeah. And so we're standing back there by the, you know, where, which is the makeshift green room next to the bathrooms. And we're both like stretching and doing our stuff. So people are thinking, okay, what are these? Two? And we're the only two guys with any gray in our hair remotely. And we're there stre- like, oh, wow, these old guys, are, they got, they've been doing physical comedy for too many years they gotta like limber up before they go then <laughs> both of us just went up and sat on I the remember stool. doing a gig with a guy at a casino gig one of those big stage uh, rooms and uh, oh, yeah. um, he was just in the back doing jumping jacks and stretching and like bending down and touching his toes I'm like oh this guy is gonna be a blast to watch man yeah, he's yeah. gonna be all over the place yeah. he got out the microphone didn't even leave the stand yeah he stood there the whole time it was just his mental thing yeah <laughs> Well, as a boxing guy, I've seen a lot of guys do that, and I've done it if I'm nervous. Like mm-hmm. Shadow box before oh, yeah? you go out. Yeah. Oh, really? It's a competitive stance. You don't yeah, need yeah. one person against a room full of whatever. <laughs> he loses every time. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's horrible. the weird thing. Is he? He, he, you know, he can't fake out his own shadow. <laughs> the mic stand. Chris, I have to say that's pretty ridiculous. What, I would shadow? love to see you shadow box before a show. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, well, at the shows we've done together, mostly even South Bay bar shows, and <laughs> forgive me if the nerves don't get worked up enough to need the shadow <laughs> yeah, box and to loosen up. But yeah. No, but if I had like, uh, oh, yeah, she has had a half hour special. But if I had had one of those, yeah, I'd be back there shadow boxing. I'd be nervous before that. So, oh, did you shadow box before your half hour? No, I snuck in little airplane bottles of vodka and I poured them in a Sprite. Oh, nice. Oh, I stood in the awesome. back and drank. That's very good. Cool. I would think doing television, there would always be available booze to relax people. There was, but I just, for some reason, anytime I do TV, the three or four times it's just fun I just like for some reason I feel like I'm doing something wrong so yeah. I'm just like I'm sneak it in there naughty. is that kind of your MO just yeah, the, the just bad girl the you're the bad girl like, yeah, that's, I, I sneak stuff in and stuff out I don't know if be bad so I just do like one little ball yeah, to me I'm no. like hee hee 
Nobody knows. I have to. You know, you tell comedians are such horrible liars. <laughs> Coming up to you right, right in front of the executive producer. How's your big finger quotes? Sprite. <laughs> you know. So I know where uh, Becky comes from. Hails from. Isn't that what you say down there? Where you hail from? No. That's it. No. Hail. You never heard that phrase? I've heard it, but I don't think it's. We don't say it. In Texas? I don't. Really? Uh, yeah. Well, all right. If it's a small well, enough look, town, they say... Look how the Texas just came out of that, too. She goes, I don't. Right, I don't. Right. Well, I know where Becky comes from. Would no. you like to tell how we first met when you were... Uh, no, how did we first meet? At the improv, you were hit, You were single, but you were hitting on me, but I didn't even know it. And, and then <laughs> Must later, have been those small bottles of vodka you carry no, with you. No, I just didn't even know it. And then, I think I was the drunk one that night. Yeah, and then later he heard that you said I was a lesbian. Oh, she must have been a lesbian because she was not interested. <laughs> and, I, and I kept saying, the person that told me, I kept saying, who is it? Like, I didn't even, I was like, who? And she was like, Murray. And I was like, I don't know who that is. She, oh, he thinks you're a lesbian. I was like, I don't remember him. Meanwhile, you, know, you should have said, oh. you think, I gave off the vibe that I was lesbian. You got to be more specific. I do that a lot to people. A lot of people. <laughs> Yeah, purpose. a lot of people think I'm a lesbian. Meanwhile, I love that I'm harboring this like resentment in my head against Becky Pettigo, and she has no idea who I am. I was like, yeah. like, oh, Becky really? Pettigo, screw her. Yeah. Like, even know. Whatever. She doesn't even know who I am. <laughs> but where did you guys get your Danny? Uh, where did you get your start? Uh, I actually started in the Inland Empire. That's where I grew up, uh, Rialto, California. Okay. Started doing comedy back then. Uh, uh, interesting, the first time I ever did comedy, back in the probably mid-80s is when I first did it. I did it at a, uh, there was, a, I told my mom that I'd wanted to be a comedian. So there was an advertisement in a paper for, they were looking for entertainers for Rialto days, mm-hmm. which was just, uh, you know, I didn't know exactly what it was, but I went and auditioned for these three old women sitting at a table oh. and I was telling jokes to them and they were howling. I mean, I was funny. And this, this is honest to God, one of the first jokes I wrote and actually performed where I said, you know what sesame seed buns are? It's the technical term a doctor gives you for having acne on your rear end. <laughs> wow. Hey, it still works. Maybe you should go back in the act. It still works. Look at that. Uh, I don't know if we're laughing for the reasons you think. <laughs> yeah, we're laughing. We're so laughing because it's on. easier than going, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Hey, we're talking mid-80s. That's what I thought yeah, comedy was. Sure, yeah. sure. Uh, so I show up at Rialto Days, and they hire me for the Friday, Saturday. There's a stage in the middle of this park. They've got Ferris wheels. They've got kids running around, parents, and the speakers going all through this park. So the, oh. they, the square dancers finish. Oh. My friends are in these little makeshift stands. I go up, and I, she, the, the lady goes, can you do 20 minutes? I go, oh, oh absolutely. Oh. Never being on stage ever you in my life. You have never been on stage? Never on stage. Ever. 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 Oh. Can you do 20 minutes? Absolutely. I've been writing jokes down for a long time. <laughs> I can do 20 minutes. Oh, my God. So I go up. I get maybe, maybe seven minutes out and just free. And, and that I was done at seven minutes. Well, still, that's six minutes more than the average person who'd never been on stage. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And I don't even know if I did well or not. My friends are laughing, but it's going through this whole park. And then afterwards, one of the ladies walks up to me and pats me on the shoulder, and she goes, "We won't need you tomorrow." Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I had I didn't do comedy for about a year and a half after that. I, oh, I just yeah. that was my one time, and I I was done. Wow. I was crushed. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can totally see that. <laughs> we won't need you tomorrow. Need you tomorrow. Oh, my God. Good really? What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and what about Chris? Where'd you get started? Uh, actually, I always knew I wanted to do it since I was about 14, but I just didn't have the... Uh you know, gall to get on stage for another 10 years. Mm-hmm. You know, I, no one in my family was in show business. Uh, I, I grew up around here, LA, born in Englewood, grew up in Culver City, Ladera Heights area. And uh, so I just figured, oh, well, I'm a fan. I watch it, but I, I, I probably would never get up there. 
And uh, then when I was 24, I had like a mid mid life crisis or whatever it is when you're halfway there. And I just realized that two things <laughs> I wanted to try. It's a mid mid life crisis, you- meaning you're midway to the midlife crisis. You have another one. Yeah, and it was great because it, it's warmed me up for the other one. You know, when when it's coming soon. And um, no, I, I was 24 and I was in grad school and I was realizing that I hated what I was in grad school to be. I, I, did, I didn't want to be a therapist. I was getting a master's in psychology. I'm like, I, I hate this. It's you know, as first of all, as a man. There's not really a man energy in the psychology world. <laughs> it's very feminine. Dr. There's a lot Phil. of gay guys. No, now, but why do you think that? Yeah. Why do you think that guy becomes you know, anyone who, who? Maybe you needed a mustache. Anyone who's tough. Well, well, I'll tell you what I needed was to lose my hair. No, no, but I, <laughs> I mean, no, but uh, <laughs> I almost said, I mean, hey, that was a, I don't know why I landed on that, but uh, no. So I decided, you know what? I, the two things I wanted to be when I was a kid, my two childhood dreams, I wanted to be a boxer. I'm still a huge fight fan. Right. I watch everything. And, uh, and I wanted to be a stand-up comic. So at 24, I went to the gym, and I took a comedy class. Oh. Now, as much as seasoned comedians shit-talk comedy classes, I will say it serves the most important function that it should. There's usually a performance you are paid, and you have paid to obligate yourself to get your, your ass on stage. Mm-hmm. And if you procrastinated for 10 years like I did, that's the best function it serves. It got me on stage in front of a supportive crowd. Well, doesn't it make you sit there with your the classmates and think, I know I'm better than that That's guy. the other thing, too. Is that <laughs> and because it, gives you, it gives you that confidence to go, Kira that guy, Sultanovich, well, I know. Kira Sultanovich and I were in that class. And none, of the, oh, none wow. of the other people are still comedians. But uh, to this day, if you email Judy Carter, she'll still say that, oh, yeah, that was that summer of ringers. Like where she thought all of us, <laughs> jokingly. You mean ringers us, or ringers? Us, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, All of Judy us had done Carter, it before. Judy Carter, not to interrupt you, one of my jokes is in one of her books. Really? Yeah, is it really? I think she just... Was, Did she quote you or... Yeah. But didn't she put you. your name? Oh. Yeah, but I didn't get paid. A lot. But it's like there's a lot of random... When her, that Whatever that book she wrote first came out like 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, I saw your... And I was like, no, no, I wasn't in that. Yeah. Then I thought, I was like, oh, I guess I was in that. Yeah. yeah. She got some people that. sued her for that, I think. No, that was she, when she did comedy bible. I think the comic bible had an issue with. That. Oh, is that and what it was? That was some of it. But anyway, that was summer of two thousand. I got on stage, loved it. Uh, then had a pretty. Rough, then I, I actually won uh, an amateur tournament. Mm-hmm. But then I had a rough sparring session where I, I had ringing in the ears after it, and uh, yeah, about a year later, and so I'd been doing comedy for a year. I'd booked myself on the road, and I just thought, you know what. One of these things is definitely going a lot better than the other one, so I'm going to stay in that direction. And that was 11 years ago, and I, or 12 years after I first started, and I haven't looked back. You know, my friend took boxing lessons mm-hmm. uh, downtown at like a real yeah. dive gym, and like the third time in, he's like, "I'm paying this guy to punch me in the face." <laughs> I am not. I am done. Well, first, I'm any done. teacher worth his salt is not supposed to introduce the punching in the face thing. For my, you teach him how to stand, teach him how to throw. Right, right. Then you wax on and wax off. Yeah, right? exactly. You learn all that first. Paint my house before I get you hit in the face. That's not happening. That's insane, man. I, yeah, I don't know if I'd pay anybody to hit me in the face. But I want to talk to you about boxing because I'm thinking about taking boxing lessons. Are you? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a great. Uh, punching is the only upper body equivalent to running, so uh-huh. you get a lot of that fast twitch going. So it's great cardio, and it's great, but it's it's technically anaerobic exercise, you mm-hmm. know. So it really kicks your ass, but it's it's very good cardiovascularly too. So, well, that's great. So does so does running from people that can box. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Running yeah, and yeah, screaming, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Ah, hands over your head. Ah. <laughs> Get your lungs filled. It's time for the Nautilus, the fence climb. So in Texas, Becky. That's where I hail from. Is Texas. <laughs> hey, what it did? I brought it That on. was Fuck. awesome. Nice uh, uh, hoodie, by the way. Very Thank pink you. and... Uh, it is pink. 
It's very... I'm not very girly, but tonight I was like, I'll throw them. I'm not going to wash my hair, but I'll throw them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did shower, though. But I, I, was, I didn't wash my hair. I was like, oh, no, it's, it's just Chris and, <laughs> Chris and Danny and Mary. I'm not washing my hair. But yes, I didn't <laughs> put on the pink. Thank you. Right. Who are you uh, cruising around uh, 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 Texas with? Scott Kennedy. Oh, okay. Mm. He, was, he lived in Lubbock, and I lived in Amarillo, and we would do open mics Tuesday in Amarillo, and then we, I think it was, well, I don't think they had a specific open mic in Lubbock, but you could, we just book a set and go do it there. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, well. Now, we're, if you're, if memory, memory, memory serves. <laughs> Slow down on that wine. murmuring. There, there you go. Yeah, Ironically, you said wine. if murmuring serves. That, that's, that's, <laughs> <he's> like, <laughs> yeah. That's going to be my next album, if murmuring serves. <laughs> um... From the last episode, this has been a couple of years since you've been on, so... Um, yeah, thanks You were a part that. of a comedy team. Thanks for that. I've been trying to get your ass I on know. the show for <laughs> another year, at least. So yes. don't blame it on me. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. But if memory apologize. serves, uh, you were on a comedy team, weren't you? Ah, yes. Uh, the old, really? <laughs> that's in the magician. And, that's in the magician and hypnosis well, category. I'm not saying... I was 19 any, years old. There you go. And I... Uh, was part of a comedy team, which lasted about, I will say a year, but we didn't perform very much because she was always scared and would never get on stage. Oh, that sucks. Um, so you forced her to be part of your comedy team. Well, no, she said she wanted to do it. She was the funny, heavy girl, and I was the straight, skinny girl. And then, um, <laughs> But I did all the writing, and she would just like she would just go, no, I don't want to do it tonight. So then I finally went, you know what? I want to do it, and you're obviously not going to do it. So then... Uh, that, isn't that a great story? <laughs> Have you know, let me say something about comedy part. teams. Here's the what part. I've noticed about comedy teams. Uh, let me know if you think this is correct. It seems like when I see them these days, it's two people doing the act of one person. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's no, like you had you had your, your two different people doing yeah. probably different stuff. Yeah. It seems nowadays they're just finishing each other's sentences yeah. and doing the act of one person. What, to where's make it, to where's make the it controversy funnier. between yeah. the two personalities? Well, that's, that's I think what's happened a lot is that it's since, since, I mean, when I grew up, like I said, I watched a ton of comedy. It was all over television, late 80s, early 90s. And you would see... Um, a lot of you know, like there's a lot of genres we never see on TV anymore because everything that can be that that can be done has been done, like the hypnosis or the magician right. or anything like that. But the comedy team that was something where you saw like like Mac and Jamie, I remember them, and they, they would have bits you could not do as one person. Right. You know, like they, one guy would be doing an impression while another one's narrating it. You literally can't do that with one person. All the great but comedy now, teams had some sort of uh, uh, yeah. controversy against. Well, the difference is or now, it's like I think, Sloven and Allen, which is just an act yeah. out. It's that they're they're sketch really, but they're mm-hmm. performing in a stand up format. Yeah, but, but it's really it's, sketches. Yeah. They both want to be funny they both want to be the funny person all yeah, the time exactly. and it's if it doesn't work that it way. doesn't work that way yeah. and i mean i was a kid i don't know but who was did it who was the duo in the 80s <clears throat> uh was it the funny boys or something one of the guys uh, played the maitre d and uh 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 ferris bueller's day off well there was higgins boys and gruber that was nah. three of them and one of them i was remember an, was an act the fat guy was an actor and a lot of stuff there was a uh, Trying to think. Oh, Brian and Valdez, blind Mexican guy. Yeah, and, and yeah, blind. Oh, and yeah. uh, they were good. They're good. Yeah. They would like. There was almost like they were making fun of each other. It was kind of like you were watching a roast a little bit. You know. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I think what was the name of your team? Your partnership. Okay, was it Pedigo and what? No, okay, I know. Is this I a sore exactly. spot? No, no. Look, at, look at the look on your face. You're such a jackass. I know what you're doing. I do, yes, look at you. You can't even. Okay, because we did the last time I did Murray's show, we did the live one at the improv. And so it's me and Jimmy Dore and. Ooh. Oh, it was uh, John Mendoza. 
Oh, ooh, good episode. Very funny. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so Scott Kennedy, my best friend, is in the crowd. He always would call uh, our my comedy team Bubbles and Brown, which was not the name. Just <laughs> <laughs> made that up. And so he told Murray. So I didn't know. So Murray just goes into. So tell me about Bubbles and Brown. And of course, Kennedy's in the audience howling. He thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> but it was not. It was called Brown and Becky. And I would was Becky. <laughs> Why did they call it Bubbles funnier and Brown? Would have been funnier if you weren't. Scott <laughs> just made that up. Oh, really? Nobody said that but him. He just says it to me is that to embarrass Larry me. Larry Bubbles Brown, the guy in, no, in the Bay Area? Is that who they were talking no, about? Tracy Brown. Oh, okay. No, but I'm saying, is that, was he making fun of him no, by saying that? Like, no, he just made, probably made it he up. It sounds joking. funny, he Bubbles and Brown. Was, As a goof. Up, yeah. I haven't seen Scott in he years. He's still in L.A.? he's in Texas, isn't he? Oh, he's back to Austin. He hails from Austin now. He's been doing a lot of Afghanistan and military Yeah, he does a ton of military stuff. But his dad... Uh, his dad's getting older, lives in Austin, mm-hmm. so he wanted okay. to be closer oh, to uh, to his family. So oh, okay, I didn't know yeah. that. Is he, he still doing Because I know they really kind of closed the door on yeah, Afghanistan for a while. It. They're not doing it as much. He yeah. occasionally books up there. Because he was, like was. He was, was it a once worse. a month? Or was it? Yeah. It was, yeah. I never did it, though, because I hate to fly. Right. But, I know uh, Comics on Duty is still doing it. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. even they've kind of slowed down a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. They've got a tour over there right now. Oh, uh, yeah. Olivia, oh, yeah. what's it? Um, Lone Wolf still do, uh, Well, they, they take bands over. They don't do as many comedians. No, they don't do comic yeah. comics anymore. They oh, just yeah. do bands. You did a bunch of tours, didn't you? I've done a bunch. Uh, back in the day when Becky and I were doing uh, USO tours. Uh-huh. Yeah, we did and then USO it. decided that comedians weren't considered uh, celebrities. So then they quit comedy, and then that's when Comics on Duty started, and other, other companies started uh, producing these tours overseas. Oh, okay. So like, how would, how would a U.S. tour be built? A USO uh, tour? It would be billed as a, as a celebrity entertainment comedy tour. Okay. But because you weren't a recognizable name like Drew Carey or Robin Williams, you weren't considered a celebrity. And USO had this thing of they were a celebrity entertainment uh-huh. company. So you know, even though back our shows before, kicked ass and they yeah. had a great oh, yeah. time, and guys yeah. would be lined up for. We would we would draw on those USO tours more audience members than anybody else because you got a country band, you're gonna get wh- whoever likes country mm-hmm. rap, you're gonna get just those guys. Comedy, everybody comes out. Yeah, for everybody comedy. shows, yeah, and for we that. would pack yeah. it out. But for some reason, they still deemed it not celebrity. So. That's kind of that shitty. Always how it is with comics. We we're not really. Well, you know what I was we're thinking of today. How yeah, many man. times did you hate showing up at a club, and because some comic the week before fucked oh. up something, no longer can you get your free meal or a couple drinks? Yeah. Oh, so and so last week oh, got drunk and a took cl- a crap in the corner, and now right. all of a sudden you can't get a meal. You're like, <laughs> wait a minute, I didn't do it. Yeah. Why doesn't he get punished for that? Yeah. I never sit over that corner. Yeah, no, I, I just, we were just working, just just working <laughs> a corner. Like I don't even like I'm that corner. Yeah, exactly. I have never. Last, like last week, Bubbles and Brown came in and took <laughs> yeah. it. Down. Lastly, it was it was not Bubbles. It was Brown. <laughs> Sorry, Chris, it was totally Brown. No, I was at work in a club recently. They, they still <laughs> have one of those. Flip in a corner. It's Brown. I'm brown is Brown. Yeah. I promise it's Brown. <laughs> Bubbles is slang for ass. So maybe no. But uh, no, I was just gonna say, working at a club recently, they still had one of those old school, uh, you know, lists of all the things you couldn't do or whatever. And I don't really, most of it didn't apply to me. I'm not having overnight guests; it doesn't matter. But uh, you know, but uh, you know, some of those old like condo rules and everything right. like that. You know, but, uh, the, the locks on the thermostat that club owners used to have. Yeah. And, and I mean, I remember, you know, and so nowadays it's like, you know, we've kind of been 
in a way, because the pay, people don't know that, when that the, the pay has gone down since the 80s. I mean, drastically, it's There's not gone no up. There's no way the pay has gone down <laughs> from the $50 that I made in Albuquerque and was afraid they would take it away from me at the end of the week. Like they, they realized how much they were paying me, and they're like, oh, we can't give you 50 There's no way it's lower than it was when Back I was... Back then? No, no. Albuquerque no was the first road gig I had ever done as an opening, opening act. Yeah. And I drove from uh, San Bernardino to Albuquerque, 12 hours for $200 for the week to work. With wow. a time change. That's a lot of money, too. With the time change. <laughs> the time change. You got 200 $200. I mean, can you imagine even trying? I bet the pay has not changed for opening acts. Yeah, but they don't even and, bother to try to fly. I mean, there, there are some clubs now, especially in the Midwest, that even the headliner has to be regional. But in those places like Cincinnati or, or, or Bloomington, Illinois, they have enough headliners who are a car length distance away. Right. You know, you cannot get away with that on this half of the country unless you're using just, you know, re- you know, regional everybody and then you're running out of acts pretty quickly. Yeah, so. I mean, it's like we were talking about Don Barnhart earlier. He was smart, man. He just, he uprooted and went to Vegas, based yeah. himself out of Vegas. That's the last time I saw Scott. Don used to have this gig when his niece, his wife's, uh, Scott Kennedy? Yeah. No, no. I, he used to, uh, Don Barnhart used to have this gig at uh, was it Pacific University or whatever that is in Stockton. And I did it with Dwayne Perkins and Scott Kennedy. And, oh, that's uh, a fun show. Yeah, and I, I was emceeing Scott, Middled, and Dwayne. We all killed. It was an excellent show. Um, and uh, But that's the last time. I remember Scott was a worse insomniac than me. Is, is he still Oh, he <laughs> terrible yeah, sleeper? He cannot sleep. And yeah. to try to share a room with that man... Noise uh, is coming out of every uh, snores, and it's the worst. Where you're just like, is that why he can't sleep? Is he just no, physically he's waking himself fighting up? Fighting demons. We, uh, there's, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's kicking. He's like you know, like when the dog sleeps and they move. He's, it's horrible. Like he's oh, wow. grunts and kicks, and there's you know, I'm like, okay, you got to get your own room. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I adore you, but. You can take the guy out of the therapist school, but you can't take uh, yeah, the therapist the out of the guy. Really? Yeah. Is he just battling is he still demons? insomnia? No, because I, I have call me. I'm kind of opening a Tuesday. my insomnia a little bit, so I, I this try is to. This the Scott Kennedy. I preach. I preach everybody. He'll love that. I've been. I, I was bummed. I didn't get, get a chance to have him uh, on the show before he left. I've always liked Scott. Yeah, he's great. Next time I go through. Yeah, yeah. Next time I go through Texas, I'll have him on. Well, maybe he'll just come here. I just drove through Austin. I didn't know he was there. Yeah, you should have called him. Well, I drove through at it quickly it was on my way to san antonio but yeah where were you down doing over there well you want so, some more wine is it missing me and danny <laughs> is that is that code for it's too far from you yes <laughs> just leave it right here who's driving of... whoever is not driving gets to have more i'm, I'm driving all right yeah <laughs> all right great yeah, I'll be carrying i'm driving then he's driving even further away but we're the, the, he'll sober up by then I yes i quit being a south bay boy yeah. i uh yeah. i'm in lakewood california really? where is lakewood you said lakewood that. is north of long beach all right. By Cerritos. Cerritos Auto Center? Yeah, yeah. I passed that on. You've seen the bad brain. Little, tri- little yeah. trivia. Lakewood was the second ever uh, track housing town created by a developer. Yeah. In, First in, one was in Levitt, Levittown, Levitt Long Island. In New York. Second yeah. was Lakewood, California. Third was Downey, After California. World War II, they built My, all these uh, single-family homes for the GIs, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm still saluting and living there. Nice. <laughs> Now they won't even I've got an American now flag out front of my house. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, right my on. grandparents I told Chris the, the reason I put an American flag house. in front of my house was because to let burglars know that uh, I have a weapon. <laughs> yeah. And as we noticed, uh, one of Murray's neighbors has a cross in the yard. Giant cross. Uh, That's another way to tell everyone you have a gun. Oh, yeah. So, those, yeah. those guys That's are crazy. Nice. Um, yeah, I know. I feel bad about that cross in the oh, yard. live <laughs> and let live. I know, like, Kira Saltanovich came over. She's like, am I going to get out of here alive? Don't tell him you're a Jew. It's one of my favorite bits of hers and she doesn't do it that much so I don't know what, what she, 
she just says like because her last name is Irish now because her husband is. Oh, right. She goes, "Do I look like a Finnegan or something like that?" I forget what she even said it was. But uh, then she like, "Imagine getting to the end of the of the of the rainbow for your pot of gold, and there I am with my Jew face going, the gold is mine.'" Only <laughs> <laughs> like, a Jewish comedian gets away with that, but it's great. Yeah. Murray, are you Jewish? No, I just have the first name <laughs> of Jewish. And but that's a funny story for your Christian neighbor. My next, <laughs> the guy across the street is named Murray, and I got oh, the cross out. Yeah. Cross, he's a nice person. No, well, I'm sure he is, but it's a fun I'm story. Sure he's no, he's not. Uh, or <laughs> I, I tell the story all the time. He's the only people in the neighborhood who didn't come and welcome us to the neighborhood. Really? Yeah. The Christians were the only people who didn't come over and say hi. Wow, oh, interesting. Busy praying. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Orny Adams was over, and he, he oh. swears we're going to get drunk, and I'm just put him up on the cross and take pictures of him on the cross. Well, we just, joked that if he didn't come out <laughs> in 20 oh, minutes, we were going to pose on him. It's not just, oh. Oh, no, it's there all the time. Oh, that's wow. so funny. I'm thinking, not just for Christmas? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> no, that's Halloween. Wait, it's Halloween. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. <clears throat> no, it's weird. Like, because we moved here and um, the, the cross wasn't up, and the next door neighbor's house was well kept. But after like a month after, my wife's like, Did you notice that cross they put up in the yard? And I'm like, Yeah, did you notice the fucked up yard and the neighbor? Turns yeah. out the neighbor next to us is crazy and they're fucking psycho Christians. Wow. But the, wow. like the realtor got him to hide all that stuff so they could sell the house. That's why this neighborhood wow. is so quiet. I was going to say, but your house is so cute and quiet. No, so this neighborhood yeah. probably, you're sitting on a gold mine here. I mean, yeah, this is very nice. You know, this is one of those areas I that might will want always to move into be. this little house. You can that. still do your podcast. Okay. <laughs> I'll just put my stuff up. We'll put a Murphy bed yeah. over there in the <laughs> That's back. That's all I need. So uh, Chris brought nothing. Mm-hmm. Becky brought wine mm-hmm. and a book. And Danny brought notes. I brought notes. I did bring notes. I like that. That's somebody because I was talking. I had to go back through my bad memory and actually think of because road we're, stories. Because we're so old. We can't well, remember anything. Do well, you color your hair? No, I don't. Really? Yeah. I do put gray in the beard, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> so just, do I. You know, I want that just. Oh. I want that, <laughs> me and Becky want that just for Which looks, is, guy. You know, right. we want to look. Yeah. Look at you, no gray hair, you bastard. I've got a couple strands. Yeah. Wherever the part is not or is. He's got a decade on me. I got more gray. I've got a, I'm 48. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, all right. Yeah. Well, I'm not that I'm old. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised no, I, I made it. I, to I, I've been, I've been you, I, that 48. surprises me. I thought I was older than you. You know how hard it is to think of road stories that don't involve booze and cocaine? Do you know how hard it is <laughs> to uh, think of those that you can actually tell? Uh, you Mur- can, Murray didn't give that rule, by the yeah, way. Yeah, there was no, <laughs> there is no rule. As a matter of fact, I should start putting that uh, when uh, comedians agree to come on the show. I send out an email and kind of explain what it is, and I should put it like it's anything you want because yeah, I have people walking out of there going. Oh, I should have told that story about that hooker with the cocaine that one time, but I didn't want to tell it. You're like, no, no why not? Tell, tell, tell me again about <laughs> like, the time I, you killed in Des Moines. We want to hear that. Engage, we want to hear the hooker and the I don't engage in either of those things, and I still want to hear that <laughs> exactly. story. That's awesome. Well, I've got, I've got a good basic rule for comedy, and you guys, I think, will agree on this. Uh, if you ever get invited to go someplace after a gig, only go within walking distance. Oh, yeah, Never exactly. get yes. in somebody's car. No, no. Or, or if you have your own rental car for the week, follow them there. Right, if, if that, even that. In if Portland, that. there was a short-lived club, one of the weekend things, and they were like, hey, follow us, whatever, and there were you know, these drunk girls or whatever. And I come with it, and I go, I'm going to drive my own car. And by about the third or fourth mile, when I realized I didn't know where the hell I was, I just turned, they made a light, I didn't make it. 
And I just turned Boom. around and left. Smart. That was it. That, because yeah. if I was in that car, because first of all, if it's mostly women, no offense, they're not going to think ahead about staying sober or getting you home. That's really? not going to be their thing. Well, I'm, yes. I'm really? working a gig. Strictly because of the X chromosome. I'm in uh, Ogden working for uh, oh. Keith Stubbs out there. Oh. Yeah. And get invited oh, wow. to go to a party afterwards. So, you know, you're a comic on the road. You get sure. a little bored. I'm like, yeah. yeah, let's go to this party. The guy goes, I'll drive you there. And he goes, whenever you feel tired or you're done partying, uh, I'll drive you back. So we drive to Provo, which is like a 45-minute drive. Yeah, that's drive. a ways. Ooh, that yeah. is a hike. Yeah. We get to the party, was go inside. Was that chili dog that told you that? Was it, was it chili, was, was it chili Dennison, dog? Dave Dennison, chili, chili dog? No, he wasn't there, but I wish he was. He could have drove me back sooner. Yeah. We walk inside this party. It is five guys smoking pot, and they want to know who we are. Oh, and the guy geez. goes, oh, these are the comics. He's like, what comics? Who are these guys? He goes, I told these guys that I was going to bring them to a party. He goes, he goes, I thought you were having a party. And the guy smoking pot goes, we are having a party. Yeah, five guys getting high. <laughs> a party in Provo, Utah. Oh, jeez. So I had to wait as long as I could and just go, God, you, dude, you got to drive me back. Yeah. Go, this is not a party. This is weird. And yeah, yeah, you gotta, yeah. And it took me about an hour to finally get him to, to get in the car and drive me back. So it was rule I, number one. Yeah. yeah. My rule on the road, which I learned at about 27, was you never go to the second drinking location. No. Ever. <laughs> no, no, no. No second location. It's Wait, like if, second from the club or second from second the party? Second from the club. Unless, like you said, unless you can walk, there is no second location of drinking for me. It's like, all right, can we walk as the headliner not going to ditch me? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's right. like, I won't go. It's like, nope, I'm going to go back to the condo or I'll do whatever. But yeah, never the second location where somebody else takes you. Yeah, you'll get stuck. You get, Especially you on the old one-nighter run. So the one-nighter run is like, why are we leaving here? This place becomes a bar after yeah. the club. There's no reason to go anywhere. But like the comedy clubs that kick you out, some of them want to go. You know, if it's in the same mini mall, it's the same bar. You got yeah, your car. And if you both you and the yeah. feature, if I'm a headliner or whatever, agree to that and whatever. Uh, I remember first first tour I ever did, Juan Kenobi was headlining. He has his casinos up in Oregon. Oregon. North Cal- oh, yeah. I thought it was Northern California. Is it Oregon? No, Oregon, Oregon yeah. That's a and he, Northern he was headlining. And he, he was, I think, at the in transit after a divorce like he wasn't even living in a certain place so we were road tripping in montana during the winter you know and and just like white knuckling it on all these drives and we'd get there and just you know and i was 25 and so i was just getting trashed or whatever he looks over and there's just, just he's talking to a couple of girls and i my head slumped on the bar and they go yeah i think your buddy's passed out and then juan who's a 20-year military veteran goes yeah but he didn't leave his wingman <laughs> ever since then <laughs> and ever since then the two of us have been friends <laughs> he goes even unconscious you didn't leave your wingman and that's awesome maybe it's because i'm older or i'm a family man now but i don't even I don't even really hang out at the club afterwards. After no, me neither. No, I, I, don't I like to have a couple pints and then yeah, yeah. I'm done. Go back, watch, try to catch Letterman. Or people yeah. try to say, oh, the temptation. You know, women must be throwing themselves. I'm like, do you know how comedy clubs work? Said so, said, so couple girls looking to score with a comic don't go to hang out there, number one. Number two, I've never even had that be a temptation at a club. Yeah, yeah. I mean, first of all, they all show up together. One might give you the eye or whatever, but her friends are going to, I mean, the, the, the cock block is in effect before the offer is even made. So it's like, it, it's the easiest thing in the world to avoid. You, you just, you know, I, I, you these sell. These guys are looking at you like, really? That's never happened really? to you? No, no, <laughs> never <laughs> once. Perplexed dating. Well, like, what? Well, yeah. the, well, the first thing what, to, what are you doing wrong? Yeah, are, exactly. <laughs> that's not oh, on my no, notes. One of the first things, check my notes here. That that has never happened to me. Well, one of the first things to dry up the vagina is to uh, keep mentioning your wife and children in your act. I was going to say, you've been been married the whole time you've been on the road, haven't you? Pretty much, no. No, no, no. We've been together most of the time I was on the road, but we didn't get married till 04, and I was on the road for three years before that. I've uh, had, I've had. 
and right, especially now over the last year, since I had a son, I've been just working on like, I've just been doing all new dad material and yeah. I've had women come up to me. I oh, two no, weeks ago have, at Irvine, a girl, a girl, no, I'm not saying like the offer also is six foot implied, seven. but so, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm not saying the offer isn't implied. People go, how do you resist? It's not the same as some girl doing shots with you at the bar. Right. Yeah. She's not doing shots with the bar with a titty hanging out. You should get my number. You know, it's not that flagrant. So I'm saying it's an easy thing to avoid. No, it was that flagrant for me. It wasn't. That's awesome. I did. That is a story too. a comedy showcase in Houston, Texas that I love. I love that club. I work at once a year. Is that and, Danny uh, Martinez? Danny Martinez, mm-hmm. yep. And, uh, and I'm, I'm doing... I'm not going to say anything. Not all, really? Okay. You are, you are after this story. <clears throat> yeah. It's going to be nice. I'm on stage, and, and this is this is Texas. Hell, Becky's got a titty out now. You can't see it. Hey, but, um, I have titties. <laughs> Hang on now. Really? That's, that's, we had to do that. But I'm saying, but no, no. <laughs> You're just trying to get back I because I said yeah. you didn't get hit. So do I, though. No. So do I. No. I've got a titty out as well. <laughs> that's not mine. So. It's Danny's. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, Enough yeah, of the wine. True. Exactly. <laughs> I had my nipples bleached, and I just like to show... I like to show everybody what they look like. This is actually a mole. I'm going to get it looked at. I'm on stage, late show Friday, I think it is, and uh, which is, you know, if people don't know, that's notoriously supposed to be the worst show, but this was not bad. But I did a breast bit, I don't even remember what it was, and uh, down fr- and uh, s- the topic of somebody yell out something about nipple piercings. So I said, uh, I said, yeah, sweetheart, the girl down front with cleavage who had been my, you know, model for my story about cleavage marketing or whatever I was doing, and I said, yeah, you don't need to pierce those, they get enough attention, and she pops it out. A giant double D cup, and she had a big hoop just on that one, and then I and I just instinctively to because <laughs> the rest of the crowd can't see this. Right, she's yeah. down front. She, she she nodded that yes, she had it, and took it right out. Her boyfriend sitting there didn't bat an eye, just smiling up at me and laughing like anything. Seen else. it many times. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Didn't care, and so I immediately threw to the other. Uh, big titty girl that was part of the earlier bit and just said, oh, you too? She pulls them both out. <laughs> so I've got a total of three on two women, at least triple D jugs, you know, out. And I've got a discombobulated, but trying not to tell the rest of the crowd that I've just been <laughs> flashed because I don't want the rest of the crowd to run around to the side to try to see what I just saw. So yeah, that was, I, I don't get flustered by much on yeah. stage. I can handle a heckler with no problem, but yeah, you want to see me frozen and blushing, titties out, we'll do I'm it. I'm surprised well, about, at, at, at how free women can be because no, I never And they were shy women. walking out. I'm there holding my CDs afterwards. They're like, you were good. Like, I'm like, you're, you're not making eye contact with me, but you'll get a, <laughs> you'll get your tit out of something. Okay, ago. here's why. But I have a friend. Yeah. No, here's why this is. I have a friend. Uh, I'll just call her Gretel. <laughs> Gretel? Gretel. How do you land on that? Wow. Gretel. I'll just call her Gretel. No, Gretel is my friend from San Francisco. Doing Germany ba- doing uh, comedy no, back in no, Germany. It's not her real name, but we always call her Gretel. But she has gigantic a gigantic bosom, okay. and she will flash. The, I'll be on stage, and she'll be in the back of the room showing me. Yeah. And I said, you know, and I've never done in my whole life. I'm and I, I'm just not that person. I Tonight's said, a good night to start. Yeah, <laughs> you're safe. I think you would be sad if I did. Hey, Becky, a little more wine. <laughs> no, but I said to her once. I go, I guess I just was not born with whatever that gene is that makes you flash your boobs. And she goes, No, you were born with the self respect gene. <laughs> That's why you don't do it. I'm like, oh, okay. It's like. Because there are women who, I, in my whole life, I would never say, oh, let me show you my boobs, ever. Even if we're married. I'd well, like, well, maybe later. <laughs> you, you can't. <laughs> Let's no. give it six No, no, months. that's marriage. <laughs> yeah, maybe later. <laughs> no, I tell people that. Like, like, massage therapist is worried about your ass. I'm not shy about that. But the fact that you're seeing my back hair is making me blush like crazy. <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's what's intimate to me right now. So, Plus, for those of you who can't it. see, 
Becky's asses are showing. It's hard to flash that without looking without and still look sexy. You just always look like you're mooning somebody at a parade, you know. What? You know, showing your ass doesn't look sexy. Flashing your ass. Oh, yes. No the joke. flashing action of your ass does not say, hey, check this out. It says, look at this. You know, it, it looks like it's an I'm anger. A it's a gesture of anger. Look at me, yeah. yeah. I beg to differ. I don't, I don't the like flashing. No, I, I like an ass too, but I'm saying, but the physical act of flashing an ass doesn't sound is like it someone's. Angry? It doesn't I think sound it's like comedy. Someone's like trying to turn flashing you off. Flashing an ass yeah. is comedy. Yeah, it's not yeah. anger. It's not like, you cut me off. Fuck you, motherfucker. And then here's my hole. I don't think that that's. It's like, haha, kidding. I, yeah, my buddy yeah. flashed I think me at the beach. Oh, the other well, day. anger was the yeah, wrong word. Aggressive. Buddy, it's more of an your aggressive. Your buddy flashed act. you at the beach the other day. Yeah, he bent over and showed me his. My hair, ex hair, for 14 years. There, there was, walk there was the probably nothing anger that. It's just his buddy flirts weird. My ex would do. We'd be in the movie and he'd be ahead of me and suddenly just drop trial. I'm like, oh, you're 45. Pull your pants up. He just thought it was hilarious. He just walked, literally walked down the aisle. That's hilarious. Jimmy Dore. Jimmy Dore, who I have not seen since this, but this is like eight, nine years ago. The only, only one of the only times we met in person, I was at a party and his girlfriend's talking to my then uh, fiance, who became my wife. And just out of nowhere, Jimmy, who's, who I believe is like the youngest of 13 or something yeah, crazy yeah. like oh, that. Yes, yeah, yeah, so, And that, that, that forces you to seek attention. But just at the middle of this, what is a dinner party vibe <laughs> or something like that? People just drinking goes, I'm going to go over there and drop my pants. Without <laughs> batting an eye, he's like, okay, honey. He just walks over and does I mean, he kept his, his boxers were on, but it was just like that, that impulse will just strike an adult man for no reason. Well, look, I've got a good uh, question for you comedians. Has anybody almost cried coming off stage? One time. Me too. I've got one story too. Wait, were, Go you, were you almost cried, Danny? Yes. Oh, yours is oh, really? be I'm a no, girl. yours. Tell yours. Um, okay. Into the microphone. When I lived, I know. I'm sorry. I'm a mumbler and a soft talker, which is great when you speak for a living. Um, <laughs> so when I lived in Phoenix, the club, the improv there was my home club. And one time I went on stage and one of the comics before, like it was just one of those crazy things where I don't know if you guys know Joey Scazzola. You probably know Joey. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Joey what? Scazzola? No. no, no. Right. Oh, I've heard the name, but it's no. a great name, though. Scazzola, yeah. So Joey went up, he was emceeing. I was, it was one of my first feature gigs there, which is in the middle act. So before, as he's bringing me up, this woman gets up in the front row to go to the bathroom. He takes her margarita and licks all the salt oh. in the middle of my intro, licks the salt off the glass and then sets it down. And I see it, and then he goes, oh, all right, here's Becky Pettigo. So I come up, and then as I'm just starting my opening joke, she comes back and sits down and starts to take a drink, and I'm like, no, you don't want to, and I'm trying to explain to her what's oh, going on. Oh, no. And, but the crowd doesn't care, and they just, right. and someone yells out, did we pay to see you? And I was like, I was probably like 26, and I'm like, oh, whatever, and I'm trying to, like, and oh, it just yeah. was out of control, and so I got through the set, and then I just went in the bathroom, and I was just in the stall. <laughs> this is the only time in 25 years, and I'm just trying to get, gain my composure, and these two girls come in and go... They start talking oh, about how no. bad I was, and I just did the oh. bad. I just did in the stall and cried like a fucking idiot, and I regret that I ever did that. But it was just one of those things where it's like I didn't have any control over right. it. Sure, yeah, yeah. But yeah, as yeah. I look back now, I would have been like, ah, just let her drink it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But at the yeah, time, yeah. I really thought I should save her inside jokes that only yeah. the audience knew. Yeah, and yeah, you no, and but not her. everyone knew that he. I mean, they did, but they. I was trying to explain it, and I hadn't established who I was, and it was yeah, just horrible. Yeah, and they were just we talking were, about yeah. how bad I was, and. I just cried like a big girl, which I was. <laughs> I didn't cry like a big girl, but I fought back tears, and I was so close. On it was, stage or off? No, stage? no, no, off. Oh, right okay. after off stage, uh, Covina, California, many, many years ago. Oh wow! Uh, already, I'm doing a lamp <laughs> already <post>. rough. <laughs> I'm doing a lamppost pizza. Oh, college crowd. And they have a thing, if you're not doing very well, they do that song, na-na-na. Oh, bullshit. Hey, oh, goodbye. Yeah. So first couple minutes, a couple <laughs> people. Apollo yeah, a couple, people. yeah, exactly. Yeah, follow for the white people. Pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, 
they start, a couple guys start doing it, na na na. It starts soft, then it gets louder and louder. Then the whole audience gets into it, na 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 na. Hey, goodbye, meaning get off the stage. Yeah. So I'm struggling, and I'm thinking, God, if I could just get to my dick joke quicker, I could. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And but it was still like five minutes away, and I'm you know struggling, young comic. Guy walks up, quiets the audience down, puts his hand up, and hands me a beer. And I'm thinking, wow, there's one cool guy in this entire audience oh, trying to oh, get him come down. Yeah, he hands me the beer. He goes, now get the fuck off the stage. Oh, yeah. And oh, I mean, I was shaking. Yeah. I got off and I'm, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, you're walking through you're this. You're so mad. Yeah, I'm walking through this crowd and they're like, boo, get the fuck, never get up there again. And, oh, and that was hor- one of the most horrible experiences I ever had. Oh, and uh, when, that was in Covina? That was in Covina, like California at a lamppost pizza. <laughs> last was, month? Yeah, it was actually yes last month. Yeah, yeah, it was, Mary. So uh, how long ago was it? Oh my God, this was It'd be early on. Right? This Lamp was post pizza. I haven't seen eighteen one of those. years ago. But maybe you know those, eighteen, nineteen years I, ago. Those experiences are the ones that make you go, "Really, motherfucker? I, you hate me? Wait, you think you hate me now? Wait for another twenty minutes. Like I see, love it now. Now see, you know, those those experiences would like those would hurt really bad in the moment, but those wouldn't be the ones I took with me. The ones I take with me that I still burn me now are the ones where I did something wrong and I fucked up. A crowd oh, like that, yeah. they start chanting when you're a minute in. They want to get someone off the stage, like the Apollo. That would. Suck. I did. Well, that, that, yeah. The Apollo. I, I even got a used beer. Yeah. Oh, jeez. You know that thing was teabagged. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. No, don't drink it. That thing was teabagged no. for sure. But uh, <laughs> no, but I say in 18 years, if you're not poisoned now, you're good. No, no. But I, but I would say, but something like that would be like those people wanted to get rid of. Like yeah, the Apollo sure. would suck, but they, they want to boo you off the stage. If you do anything other than just like the, grab them by the lapels and shake the shit out of them, which is going to be dumb material because they're dumb people for liking to do that. And it's going to be not stuff that makes you proud. Other than you know, I mean. Can you name somebody who's like you know kicked ass at whether the Apollo lately and made their career off that? I mean, there's there's no staying power to that. You know, I mean, if if they didn't make it on material eventually, that it wasn't gonna last. Right. So, you know. Yeah, that's that's what I've based my career off of, Chris. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that two things stick to mind, and I told one before, but I, I remember this was and this was only like five years ago. I was walking from it must have been the Brea Improv to the to the parking structure across the street. Yeah. And I had to walk up, and I I thought I had a good set. And, oh, that's the, the worst. And the car doing. comes down, and it's like you know four nineteen year old cholos. Oh. They slow down, hey, bro. You ain't that funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like on the way home, like I was like, it was like a kick in the gut because I was really do, starting to do like really kind of personal stuff, you know. Oh, and, yeah, and then yeah. halfway th- it dawned on me like. 19-year-old fucking cholos don't want to hear yeah, my stuff. Yeah, right, exactly. exactly. Yeah, they're not my audience. I don't give a shit. Right. And then I just, a great comeback line for that is, it will be, fucker. Keep on living. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what's great about uh, uh, doing it for so many years is as long as you know and believe what you're doing, nothing else matters because yeah. now I do my comedy for me yeah. and nobody else. Yeah. I don't. If the audience gets it, they get it. If they don't, they don't. Yeah. You know, not a good and way to make money. That. No, yeah. <laughs> but I feel so much better about it. You ever notice uh, they myself. feel that though? Like if the, if the audience gives, like, I mean, because one thing I know, remembered about the first few times I saw Becky was that I said, I love that girl's level of don't give a fuck. Like, because I don't know if it's if it's real, but it when, you, real, when you're up there, you, you, you feel it. I mean, it's Ask palpable, her husband. You know? Totally, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> X. No, um, he, but I, and that's but why he, he, he just never, really he just never liked you coming. No, he just didn't like you coming to bed with the light. Like you got one minute, buddy. That's yeah. enough, you know. <laughs> no, but I think it's come. That comes from those moments of, did we pay to see you? Where when I did my Comedy Central special, I'm not gonna lie to you, I fucking ate it. 
Halfway in, I went, oh my God, really? I've waited 20 fucking years to have my own special, and this is the asshole crowd I got? Because there was a dude in the front that was, wouldn't even look at me. He was turned away. Oh, and oh once wow. I said it, then they kind of went, oh, then they were better. Yeah, but yeah it's they like, loosened up. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, I mean, I, Theo Vaughn said his audience was like oh, that Ian recently. Back. Yeah, Ian was like, oh, oh how yeah. was your... Uh, well, how many comics in one day do they shoot with that same audience? They must do at least four. Uh, they do two shows, two comics each show. Yeah. I was with D-Ray, who is a lovely guy. Yeah, yeah. And he's hip-hop. Why oh. would you put me with him? Oh, yes. Yeah, right. Same crowd? Yeah, same crowd. Oh. I, I went first. The warm-up guy had people up on stage dancing, and it's like, that ain't me. No, like, once you, once yeah, you get yeah, them yeah. dancing, you yeah. can't do comedy. Yeah. I've done yeah. corporates like that. Yeah, once they're dancing, you're screwed. That's yeah. what yeah. and they you know, And it just... You know, I mean, there were some people that were nice, but I, I just was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, really? 20 fucking years I've been working for this. I get you people. Yeah. And then they were kind of like, oh, okay. And then they, they, when I came off stage, <laughs> the producer was like, we're going to sweeten it. It's going to be fine. We're going to sweeten oh. it. And I'm like, I hope so. And then I got trashed in the bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was so pissed. I wasn't, I'm like, it's not me. I had a great set and I will be the first to go, no, I was horrible and I didn't do well. That was a great set. Yeah. But those yeah. moments where people are chanting for you to get off stage, that makes you be able to say, I don't give, I don't care what you think. Right. Yeah. And right. Just, I eat it better than anybody on the planet. Oh, I do. I'm I, really good at that. I will, I will have and eat it off with you. Will you? I, you I've always, how dare you? Now, I've, I've heard I've, of pie eating contest, but this is so different. I've yeah. always said if you've ever seen George Carlin in his prime just killing, I am that of eating it. <laughs> I can I I did are you a, one of those that actually enjoys the moment when, oh, when, when, when a joke I, falls flat like there are guys I know that they have funnier comeback lines for shit not working than the line itself right. it's like it's like oh that was a great crowd I couldn't do shit with them <laughs> they actually come off stage and say that you know <laughs> I did uh, there was a bar gig down here in Venice I was Thank you. working at Went there one night and everybody was eating it. Everybody was like, it, oh, was, yeah. it shouldn't have been there. It was in an Italian restaurant. It, they had to turn the tables. It was not Ugh. a place for comedy. And I went up like fourth and everybody was eating it. And there was a guy in the front row with sunglasses on and it's nine o'clock at oh, night. Oh my God. Yeah. We all have this story. So <laughs> I had to mention the guy in the front row with sunglasses. Oh, no. Next thing you know, he's up coming over the table at me, just ready to fight. And, you know, uh, was he blind? No, no, no. Oh, That's a different glasses? story. He oh, just—he well, was just a douchebag of having yeah. his. Just a douche. Of have, wearing his. Was it Bono? Was it, it was Bono. Bono, Bono yeah, was yeah, there. Yeah. He was short, so I got a few shots in there. And sure enough, you know, the the, the security guy had to come in and break up a fight, and, and my buddy is like. Really, you couldn't have just eat it like the rest of us. <laughs> you exactly. had to turn the place something. into a no, fucking fight. Too. Rooster tea feathers. Rooster tea feathers. I had that happen. I was. I was. This is years ago. Eight year, Eight and a half years ago. Uh, I was featuring Kyle Cease was headline. Yeah. And uh, I and the MC was really having a hard time. So I pretty much had to wake him up. You know, and um, you know, and and uh, and and do my thirty or whatever. And I and I had was having pretty good sets, and I had a good set this time. But this dude down front had his back turned. And was looking up and laughing. So, I mean, you know what? He's laughing. So, I'm not going to mess with him, but that's really fucking disrespectful. And, uh, but from my angle, I, there's no dog. I can't see a cane. You know, I didn't even dawn on me. Then I come walking around the side of my wife and I had just been married like the week before. And then 
And as and that was your honeymoon, yeah, exactly. hey baby, we're going to Sunnyvale. We're, st- we're staying at the Grand Hotel, baby. Honey, could you turn around? I'm on stage. There, there's, there's, <laughs> free, there's, there's free crackers in the lobby. No, um, but uh, so I get as I'm coming around the one side, the MC's bringing up Kyle from the other side, you know, and he does no time in between because he's just getting the headliner up. And my wife leans over, she goes, "So that guy with his back turned, he's blind." And I go, oh, shit, because Kyle is the kind of act he's going to say something. Yeah. And, and we're trying to look at it. It was like watching a car accident happen before you did. So Kyle goes down and says something, and it gets really awkward. <laughs> it takes him a good 10 or 15 So no one back. that was with this gentleman said, yeah, dude. That's the thing. The stage is, the stage <laughs> is that way. Turn this way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Grab exactly. his shoulder. No, honey, it's over there. Heat? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's more comfortable this way. Yeah. Grab saying, his oh. shoulders. There, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Nobody? Just let him sit that way? Just let him sit that way. I mean, so do you think there, because Lewis Black said, never, what is it, never blame the audience and never give them credit. So it puts it all on you. Yeah, but do that isn't that, true because there I is such a thing that. as a bad audience. I mean, it's, it is very right. You shouldn't go to there right away. Yeah. I, mean, my, I always think, was there something I could have done differently or whatever? I used to measure it by merch sales, which you should never do. Oh, yeah. No. Because never, ever do. Because Syracuse, just two weeks ago, I, I was having great sets. I mean, it wasn't just me. Everyone was coming off, you know, like shaking my hand, big grins, big smiles. They're j- it's just not a buy-in town. They so don't you, buy so you did well is what you're saying? Something like that. <laughs> Either that or they were really dedicated to the act. Yeah. To the act. They really got together they were really we're, listening we're, to yeah, they're, you. they're really yeah. dedicated to no, no. They were dedicated to their own act of pretending they loved it. If they didn't like it, they were really cohesive. <laughs> but they were fa- I, they were facing the stage. Yeah, exactly for the <laughs> most part. It's too tiny of a room. There was yeah. no anonymity there. But uh, no, I, but you know, I sold maybe one every other show for the first four or five shows. Until the last two shows, I just gave up. I'm like, you know what? I'm enjoying these sets. I'm having a good time here, and these people are liking me. And I'm coming off stage, not selling anything, and thinking that I ate it. Well, so no, I, that's I just. I mean, they it. just yeah. don't want to shell out another twenty dollars having just. Yeah. Shelled out 150 bucks, you know. Yeah. Well, no, and those—it's t- one of those kind of midwestern upstate. You know, it's one of those towns that got devastated by the economy, so people may not. You yeah, know, so they the fact that they money. even paid to come out—it was that was great. They just didn't have yeah. the money, probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or but, he but, sucked. I don't know. That's just being nice. But again, but there's—I would prefer he didn't that. Suck. He just told yeah. you how well he did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how could you he suck me? if he just told you how well he did? And you could tell by the way I said it with Will. He just said it, Becky. He just said how well he did. I say it all the time. People were hugging him, giving him babies. Yeah, exactly. They were shaking his Take hand. They wrote a poem about him. They wrote, they wrote a, poem. a poem. They let me sign the baby, but not yeah. the CD. They don't want. To. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's yeah. your what's your what's your favorite off that notepad? Cruise ship, My favorite. I've got well, I'm, I I've done cruise ships before, and cruise ships are. I think it's a miserable existence. Yeah. Pays well, yeah, but it's a, just a miserable existence. There's, you're on you're on the ship for. I was on it for yeah, uh, when, when I did it. Through a set with yeah. that walking, rocking. Well, with, I, it's like seven days, and you do two shows. You do a welcome aboard show, which is two 10 minute shows, squeaky clean. Then uh, a day or two days later, you do a 30 minute late night show. And usually this is after the ship has been docked all day and people are at Senior Frogs all day long. <laughs> and then they show up and they want some filth. Yeah. And I'm not dirty at all. I mean, I've got jokes that are a little on the wrong side. The sesame seed bun thing. This yeah. sesame seed, exactly. <laughs> the sesame seed. I actually do it, but I do it as you spread the buns. Oh, makes it dirty. There makes go. it dirty. It kills. It kills. People shake my hand. They want me to sign their babies. It's awesome. (laughs) No, see, I do the opposite. I worked for Carnival, which is the opposite. And Carnival... It's like being on a Navy sub. You stay down there with the crew. You're not up there with the stateroom. And you they work you 
like crazy. I did five shows in a three-day cruise. See, I would rather perform yeah. more and yeah. instead of no, sit but around. I, I liked around it. drives me crazy. I liked it, but they like to. There are some people that will come to all five of those shows, and they, they say your clean show can be exactly the same as your as your other clean show. Most people won't come to both of those. I said, but can your dirty shows be different? And I have, you know, that, you're asking for two hours of material right now. I probably have it, but to have to remember all of that, and so I did two different first. Uh, dirty half hours then the last one was a compilation of the two uh, but even that but the dirty wasn't dirty it was just like for me most of my stuff that's not clean is like it's, it's anti, just kind of wrong it's, anti, or anti, it's yeah. anti-religion or pro-drug or something that is right. not considered a clean topic you know? right this is why I would never do uh, cruise ships because I am probably I'll just I'm going to say this I'm probably the normal most normal crazy person you will ever meet mm-hmm. But I have a fear of dying. Everything I do, I'm like, oh, I'm going to die. So yeah. I would be oh, on same a cruise. Here. I'm the same yeah, I would be on Is a cruise. that why you didn't wash your hair tonight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah so you, you were going to die with the gym? You would not have even known that it was sort of greasy. No, <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm Did the woman fall. who sold it to you pronounce <laughs> no. it champu? <laughs> it was no, the champu. I would go, all right, I'm going to do two shows. Yeah. And they're going to suck, and it's going to be the same people, and I won't be able to get oh, away. And then yeah. I will worry for five days that we're going to, the ship's going down. Yeah. Like I would stay the whole time. I would be, it would be horrible. Well, it's miserable. I was, I was on, uh, it was uh, after I'd been doing ships for a while and I'm drunk and I'm gambling. Yeah. And I, they don't a, allow I, anymore. The entertainers can't gamble. Well, they told me I couldn't, but I'm like, fuck it. I'm tired of this. I'm going to go do something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't play rules. rules. So I, I'm in there and I'm gambling and I hit a, uh, a Royal flush and the girl comes over and she's counting out my money. It's like 600 bucks. Oh. And she goes, she goes, well, you don't even seem happy at all. I go, what are you talking about? I'm still down to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's how miserable it was. Just something yeah. to do. It just it yeah, drove yeah, me crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking to Dan Gabriel. Uh, yeah, he, he started it. We have the same, Funny guy. We have the same cruise ship agent. Dan Randy? Yeah, yeah. Oh, because he was telling, he might have told us on the show, he's talking about the ships he's doing now is one or two half-hour kid shows. Oh, yeah. what? They're yeah, two half-hour two kid half shows. Two half-hour kid shows, which is just, he's like, you don't even bother with material. No, you, you don't. just you just well, do arm like farts 12, the whole time. So. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. No, I did farts. that in Syracuse. I did a bat yeah. mitzvah, and I got maybe five jokes out in thirty minutes. It was really? just them going, "She does this, he does that." Like I, I'm just the ringleader that they're bringing their funny stories with, and they're texting. Like, oh, who's the texter? And then I do one texting joke, and they tell a million stories. But no, but the kids show on the cruise ship, at least the one that I was on. Um, you know, I had uh, the kids shows just meant there were kids down front. There were still grown ups. I don't have material for it. The kids didn't want to be part of it. Oh. If you had a guitar or had something like that, that would be one thing. But I would go to the kids and say, Do you do this, that, or whatever? Yeah, okay. And then I'd go into a bit that I normally do for the parents from a kid perspective. Mm-hmm. And then other, but other than that, they, they weren't <laughs> into me. After the first 10 minutes, they were like, Okay, we, we kind of get, you know, I made the food jokes about eating too much. And they laughed at that. But for the most part, it's, it's, it's just kids show, they, they got to define what that means. Does it mean is it clean enough that kids can be in the room and you won't offend somebody, right. or do or you want me kids. to have balloons? You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Or something like that. I would just look at the kids every every third bit and go, "I'm a witch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna die." <laughs> I, whenever I do it in front of kids or anything, I just tell them I'm gonna buy them beer. Yeah, there that's you go. it. Is that what you want? Want your son? <laughs> I'll buy him beer too. All right, I'll yeah. buy him beer. He's pretty cute. <laughs> <laughs> he's almost one, right? Uh, he'll be one. Uh, oh, he's uh, ten months today. As a matter of fact, like Danny came and Danny came, met me at my house, and I'm walking out quiet because there's a baby about to sleep. <laughs> and we get to another house where we're waiting for that. So. I love that we all live in the same area, and you two rode together. Thanks. No, Lakewood to Hawthorne is not as close, so he he dropped. Where do you off. live? I didn't know you were coming. Torrance. He you didn't, didn't. He didn't oh, tell us you were. coming. Oh, I could have grabbed. I could have grabbed you on the way in. I think well, he, no. he had you first. I think we were. 
editions. I'm always first. Yeah. <laughs> I have a book. Just, just kind of right. 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 kind of an FYI. Uh, I live in Southern California. I don't know where the fuck you three people are from. So <laughs> my listeners are like Torrance. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Redondo Beach, Hermosa, Manhattan. <laughs> uh, the Beach Boys are from Torrance. They're from Hawthorne. Hawthorne. What? They're from Hawthorne. Yes, the Beach Boys well, are from Hawthorne. Well, one of them was from Torrance. Well, one of them Somebody lived there later, but all of them grew. Up. Mike Love grew up in Inglewood. The Wilson brothers grew up in Hawthorne. There's a plaque where their house is used it? to live. The 105 tore it out. You're thinking of the carpenters. Can, you know, this the is carpenters a podcast carpenters are down, nobody down. would have looked up that information. Yeah. <laughs> Could have just made me look smart once, Chris. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this was awesome. Thank you so much for coming out tonight. Thanks for having us. Chris, where can we uh, find you? Uh, again, my schedule's uh, pretty well updated. Uh, I'll be uh, um, a bunch of shows this week in Southern California. I'll be back it's east going in up November. on Monday. Huh? It's going up next Monday. Next Monday, then no, forget that. I'll be <laughs> I'm at the Empire City Casino in New York City on the seventh, and uh, Headliners Comedy Club in Manchester, New Hampshire on the ninth, and then you know ChrisStraight.com has my CD and my other shows coming up. Awesome, Danny. Uh, DannyV.com. Uh, I should have gone MurrayV.com, not Murray Valeriano. I should have. Yeah. Well, you know what? Murray Nobody v. could spell Viapando. Nobody yeah, yeah, could yeah. spell that. Yeah. So yeah, I went with DannyV.com. Actually, I got it from some guy in New Jersey who was an artist. And he let it slip for a month, and I grabbed it. Fuck <laughs> you, artist in New Jersey. <laughs> Your art sucks. Mine's better. Viapando is that. And now his is, is Danny Viapando Via in Spanish. Is Spanish? Yeah. From Spain? From Spain, yes. From, from Spain. <laughs> <laughs> no, but your father wasn't from Spain, is what he's asking. Well, no, no. My, it's funny, though. Uh, my grandfather came from Spain, went to Mexico, and what have you. Uh, my uncle went back to... There's a town in Spain called Vialpando. It's an actual mm-hmm. town. So my uncle went back to it to see where our ancestors came from. He comes back from Spain and my dad goes, well, what was it like? He goes, it's a shithole. Now I know why we left. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because my name is Murray Valeriano and I'm Italian and uh, there's a city in Italy named Murray. <laughs> uh, where can we catch you, Danny? DannyV.com, sure. uh, Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, what have you. And I do all my postings there where I'm going to be and what have you. Awesome. And then, Becky, hand me your book. I will hand you my book. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Becky Pettigrew, I went to her book signing. It's great. It's called Killing Me Softly with Jazz Hands. Um, they're essay blogs and other crap she thinks funny. I could not go, but I posted it everywhere. And you I will did. I appreciate it. that. Yeah, Thank no you. It was very nice, and she read excerpts from it, and she's going to read some tonight. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to give that to someone, right? Yeah, yeah. We'll give, you some, give that away to somebody in a minute. Uh, where can we catch you? Um, at your house. Okay, great. <laughs> Only for another um, half an hour, though. BeckyPedigo.com, P-E-D-I-G-O. Okay. Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Amazon. Awesome. Go buy the um, book, Check out please. the book. The yeah. TV box and the moving pictures. There's, yeah. um, well, yeah. Uh-huh. You can, what is that thing where you can... Archive. Hulu. Google. Archive. <laughs> wow, that really? made it sound a long time yeah. ago. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. No, where you can, on demand, comedy on demand, you can see my Comedy Central yes. Oh, great. Awesome. And, yeah, yeah there you go. I didn't know all that. that stuff. Sunday, Excellent. So. Um, Becky was kind enough to bring the book uh, to give away a I only listener. brought one, but if you want to give away more, I'll do that. Just no, so I'm going to make it about myself. Okay. Um, I say... Uh, May I say something real quick? Yes, go ahead. Say what you said to me in the email, which was very lovely after you read my book. You said it you don't even remember. I do, because you got offended at it. No, I didn't. I said I, I wish it was longer. No, I was not offended. I thought that was nice. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you just never returned my email, so I just figured it was... Oh, my God. <laughs> She's bad at Every that. time I return an email, I, this is how I started. I always return your email. Every email, he says, you never return my email, blah, blah, blah. And then I respond, I always return your email, blah, blah, blah. I think maybe it's just because 
You Maybe think I'm a lesbian? Which yes, I'm not. you are. <laughs> you just think I'm trying to pick you up again, which... Well, really that's the problem happened. with text or emails. You can't uh, transfer sarcasm in it. No, you, yeah. can't. you can't. I just assume everything is written with sarcasm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's that's true. I, I read it just yeah. like that. Yeah. What the hell do you mean by that? I read it sarcastically. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's what <laughs> they meant. <laughs> anyway, Becky was kind enough to bring a book. I don't know why I'm holding it up like I'm on TV. Yeah. <laughs> I was going like to say, does he have a camera feed for just like his right shoulder the whole time we're up here? I was like, well, we can see it. but Only Murray's on camera. Um, so, uh, Becky will sign it. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Becky will sign it. And I'm going to say, uh, the reviews have been so good on, on iTunes that, uh, the next review that gives us five stars gets Becky's book and a road stories t-shirt. I'll Aww. give something out of my own merch to, to match that with you. Thank you. Notice Chris Strait isn't offering up his CD. Oh, fuck Chris that guy. I didn't bring it, but I will do that. A little bit stingy. I'm kidding. It. I'm kidding. Uh, so, yeah, first, uh, first review on iTunes. Uh, and and then it has hit. to be five-star and awesome, but it I'm not trying to pressure it. <laughs> you know, I hate to be left out. I'm going to offer a geisha massage, <laughs> and <laughs> I am the geisha. All right. Uh, so uh, keep that in mind, people. But careful. He walks on your back in spiked golf shoes, so it's really... <laughs> it's very painful. I am nude. <laughs> so, uh, uh, first... Uh, uh, and then hit me on Facebook at uh, uh, Murray Valerio or at the Road Stories page and like us on the Road Stories page uh, and let me know um, um, what your name is on iTunes, your handle and everything, and we'll exchange information. I'll send that out to you. Not even going to charge postage and handling. Becky will pick that up, too. I will pick that up. <laughs> no, but it's a really good book. I would run right to my iTunes. I had such a good time Not reading iTunes, it. Not iTunes, Amazon. You keep no, that. run to iTunes to write the oh, review. Oh, for the review and then... And then I, I will send this out. But for the lazy people who don't want to go to iTunes, hop on Amazon and get it. It's great. It's it's awesome. The, this, the essays and stories are short for you YouTube generation. You don't uh, have <laughs> for to... People who, yeah, for people who don't... <laughs> That have a, uh, an attention span of a gnat. This yeah. is yeah. the book for you. You know what I loved about it was the pictures are amazing. I know. <laughs> There's no pictures. It's Becky with one of her boobies out. Hey, really? That's how we're going to end the show. <laughs> <laughs> Becky's a whore. Buy yeah, a book. Because where do you go after that? You got to end the show. <laughs> well, come on. We're in a garage, for Christ's sake. <laughs> it's a podcast studio. It's a podcast studio. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for coming thank up. I really appreciate it. Come thank see these people when they come to your town. They're awesome. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you.